1: Jalen Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He's Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that what we up, do?
0: Bro. We get the people. Oh. What time. They get people
1: time? Jalen, yesterday I saw One of the best, most dramatic football games I have ever seen. One of the best come-from-behind performances. One of the best individual performances I've ever seen on a football field in the NFL. And of course, I'm talking about the Detroit Lions' comeback win against the Chicago Bears. Jalen, the Lions are on a win streak after beating Justin Fields and the Bears on the road. What do you say to the Lions faithful today?
0: See, these are the type of mornings, days, afternoons that it pays to be a die-hard fan, Jacoby. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. Follow me! This is the first time since the early 90s that the Lions have been trailing by 14 points in the fourth quarter and won a football game. We were like 150, 0 and 150 plus Oof. when we were trailing by at least 14 in the fourth quarter. And you know what happens in situations like this? Williams gets a touchdown. Our guy DeAndre Swift yep. gets a touchdown. St. Brown out there catching everything 119 yards. But you know what you need under center? You know what you need under the center when it's time for a big comeback in a yes. big game in a yes. divi- against a division, foe. Yes, I do. You need Jared Montana. That's what you need. Somebody's going to calm the waters, make sure everybody's cool in the huddle, and find a way, find a way to get it done. You see Jared picking them apart in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Jacoby getting mm-hmm. us back in the game. This is is Dan Campbell football. This is what I'm talking about when he said, biting off kneecaps. We ain't (laughs) taking L's when we get down. This is like the early 90s. Take that, Chicago Bears. But Justin Fields is the beast though.
1: Let's do, let's talk about Justin Fields for a second because what he has done in the last four or five games has been absolutely incredible. The way he runs the ball is amazing it reminds me of michael vick to be honest with you but there's also that pick that he threw at the end but jalen like look at how difficult he is to put down and how fast he is when he decides to run the ball
0: and also back-to-back games with at least a 60 yard rushing play for a quarterback and look how dynamic it looks Mm, cut back vision speed awareness Toughness, breaking tackles, eluding defenders. And you and I said this when he got picked. Justin Fields, shout to my guy, Jimmy McMahon with the headband. And, and all the Cutler. people who have been on the center. And Jay Culler, the reality star. Justin Fields is going to be the best quarterback in the history already of this. Already is. Bears.
1: Already is. Like, is he already the the, the best weapon they've had under center in the history of the franchise? I'm gonna say yes,
0: yes. Well, look at it like this. I don't believe they've ever had a quarterback throw for four thousand in a season. I don't think they've ever had a quarterback throw for thirty touchdowns in a season. And nobody has seen a quarterback run for back-to-back games of sixty-plus yard scampers. And you and I did the list of best-rushing quarterbacks in the game, we need to modify that. We need to modify that this week on the show. That should be something that we should be looking into, especially as we go deeper into the football box score yesterday and we see a couple of quarterbacks trying to do sneaks and coming up short for whatever reason.
1: Well, that's a natural transition into my buffalo bills by this time on monday we all know what happened we all saw the back and forth and the back and forth but now that we have some perspective on this what i really want to highlight is the excellence of justin jefferson like it is absolutely out of control the catches that he comes down with especially this one on fourth and 18 i thought that was a pick when i watched it live but just look at the, and it just seems like Kirk Cousins, when in doubt, throws it anywhere near Justin Jefferson, and good things happen. Jalen, what do you think about Jefferson's performance, and where does this put him amongst the elite receivers
0: in the league? You nasty boy, you nasty. Like Biggie once said on Life After Death. Let me just tell you something the Minnesota Vikings, once they added Hawkinson, along with the San Francisco 49ers, are explosive as it get offensively in the NFC. And the one thing that distinguishes both of those teams, and you talked about Jefferson, who's outstanding, but there are other great teams that, that have, you know, great receivers, but not those that have more 100-yard rushing games in the first three seasons than anybody in the history of the NFL, including Randy Moss receiving game in yep. this category but let me just say what makes them different also run game 49ers make them different run game Dalvin cook yeah yeah toughness ability to get to pay dirt the Vikings are a terrific story and your bills came up short and the reason why Josh Allen turnover Josh Allen that that that's you gotta really good. to take the good what, with the bad. There was yeah, some that, bad that, that's yesterday. That's really what it was. But but here's what I'll say about Josh Allen. I'm not mad at this because ain't too much you can do. The center trying to snap the ball. It's, you know, a tough situation. You you know the defense is lining up in order to try to create a play. But man, you gotta make this exchange. You gotta make this exchange. But But on the other side, for the Vikings, they weren't able to punch it in either when they had that opportunity. And then also for Josh Allen to throw the pick, the big pick. Mm. This is a great game. This is a great game. But Josh leads the league currently in interceptions. And let me say somebody I'm happy for. Lockdown corner defensive back Patrick Peterson. Because when we start talking about all the moves that happened this offseason, you and I brought up a couple of weeks ago. He's Buffalo up, ice down, and he's representing to the fullest as they get a chance to ride on the plane victorious, glorious,
1: beating your Buffalo Bills. A couple things. Number one, I'm so happy that Kirk Cousins was not wearing the chains again. You know what I mean? It was cute when it happened last week, but I'm glad they didn't go back to that well. I'm glad that it was Peterson with the chains on. He had two picks, and this was the full Josh Allen experience. Like, in that drive and overtime, he had some great runs. And even with his elbow issues, he's putting his head down and getting first downs, and he's running over people in the secondary. But those picks were really head-scratching. Like, we've all seen picks off deflections and things like that, but, like, who's he even throwing that to? And look at the second one. Like, he has the ball in field goal range, down three in overtime. And who, like, what is he What is he seeing that I'm not seeing with that throw? Two picks from Peterson, big win for the Vikings. I'm just going to say something that I might regret later in the season. I still don't believe in the Vikings. I don't care. I don't care if they're 8-1. I still do not believe in this Vikings team. I, 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 oh, I, I just no, still this don't. I still don't different. believe in it. I don't this see this different. team in the Super Bowl. I don't see this team in the NFC Championship. I do not see it happening. I do not see it happening, Jalen Rose. So
0: so here's what's gonna happen. Let me do an exercise for you. When you go start ahead. the season, of course you want to look at Tom Brady and give him the benefit of the doubt as a seven-time champion. And then you look deeper to the box score. Many people don't have him starting on fantasy. And then you want to go to the Rams. They're trying to get their run game together. Cooper Cup got injured yesterday. Matthew Stafford still trying to figure it out. And so Dallas is a team that comes up. They had a bad loss yesterday. And so the yep. pecking order seems to be Philadelphia, the 49ers, and Vikings, Jacoby. Yep. Ain't no way around it. We'll see in the playoffs. We'll see exactly where the Vikings end up
1: in the playoffs. You mentioned the Dallas Cowboys. They had a big game against the Packers. The Packers needed a win. They were hosting the Cowboys in Lambeau, and the Cowboys looked good. They had the lead, but Aaron Rodgers brought the Packers back. Do you think this could be a pivotal moment and the Packers could get back to being the team that we expected them to be in the preseason, or is this just a miraculous comeback that will be won win amongst many losses at the end of the season.
0: The way I felt so happy for Patrick Peterson getting his two picks and shining, I feel just as disappointed for Mike McCarthy. Going against his former team that ousted him even though he won Aaron Rodgers' only Super Bowl. The only time that has ever happened, Mike McCarthy was the coach. And he's been questioned in Dallas and rightfully so, high penalties, whatever they've done to lose games. And Aaron Jones, it was great to see how he was out there shining looking terrific. Watson was balling. Three TDs. Aaron Rodgers bringing his team back in the fourth quarter. Much needed victory. But you know how we say good win? It's a good win for the Packers, but it's a bad loss for the Cowboys. Mm. It's a bad loss for the Cowboys. They're still trying to figure out their identity in a lot of ways. And Dak Prescott, this is one of those games you hope that he can uplift your offense and find a way to do what Aaron Rodgers actually ended up making happen. Well, a couple things. Number one, when
1: they went for it on fourth down, the Cowboys, I agreed with that call because if you miss the field goal, you give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers from the spot of the kick, and you're going to have to stop Aaron Rodgers at some point. I agreed with that call in the moment. It didn't work out for Mike McCarthy. But one thing I also want to say is because, you know, I love sports media and I love controversy. I can't wait till people start asking for Cooper Rush to start games. I can't wait for that to happen. (laughs) You know what? That's probably going to happen by, like, Wednesday of this week. two, one. It is now time for Soft Mover -Boss 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 Boss. Jalen, you know I'm passionate about many things, sports, my family, and Costco. And I saw this viral video that we've all seen by now. Kirkland gang is so strong in the stands at Boston College. This is a woman after my own heart. First of all, she doesn't get enough. The girl in the middle doesn't get enough love for her energy, but just the fact that she sees the card, throws the big wow out, and then watch the turn down of the lips afterwards, like mmm. Checks the back of the card just to make sure it's legit. I love all three of these women equally, but
0: especially the blonde because she knows the strength of the Kirkland gang. And buy in bulk, and they were. Having an amazing time, getting their dance on, getting their groove on. But how about him? He's yeah. planting a seed to create a harvest. He has on a official's jersey. Yeah, he watching wearing a means, red jersey. Absolutely, which means he's paying attention to time, score, and distance. And he's like, you know what? I got get We at the game together. Now I want to close the deal. Check this out. And you know what? I appreciated that she was so enthusiastic about it.
1: Me too. And and Javi, just roll it one more time because I also want I want to, I want to show this, okay? Because there is the girl in the middle of the dancing, but watch, she checks the Costco card too. Look, she's like, oh, what is that? Oh, okay. She feels the draw of the Kirkland lifestyle as well. He is presenting it to the blonde, but the girl in the middle is like, oh, he got he got Kirkland game, he got a Costco card, and that is definitely not his Costco card. That's his parents' Costco card that that he uses from time to time. Time, but I love that video so much. Jalen, a lot happened in the NFL. But while people were paying attention to the gridiron, Joel Embiid went out and put up a game. We will celebrate his 59-point performance against the Jazz right after this. Look at these buckets. Coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and brought to you by Grey Goose. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, so much of our collective sports attention was on the NFL yesterday. But guess what? Over the weekend, Joel Embiid had 42 points and then in a back-to-back, the second game of a back-to-back, he put up 59 points. Jalen Rose, your response.
0: My response is... Dominance, And while the Joker is, I say, the most skilled big in the game because he's going to flirt with triple doubles on a nightly basis, I've called Joel the best combination of power and skill because he going to give me 59 double-figure boards. But here's the difference between him and the Joker. Seven blocks. Mm. And also, when you're going against a smaller Utah Jazz front line where Laurie Markinen is basically playing the lion's share of the minutes at Big, who's been terrific, and Kelly Olenek, I like the way Joel Embiid was like, I'm going to punish them in the paint, and that's exactly what he did. Effective, efficient, eight assists also. He was five or six dimes, I believe. Also, one of the most dominant performances we've seen from a player as a big since the merger. And a
1: couple things I loved about this performance is one three-pointer. It's hard to get to 59 nowadays with just one three. And also... 26 of the teams, 27 in the fourth quarter. Five blocks in the fourth quarter, and they needed this. This was not 59 in a blowout win where he kind of, like, ran up his personal stats. This was a close game. They needed his fourth-quarter performance, and he came through and brought this team to a victory. Also doing the same, someone who gets criticized a lot on a team that gets criticized a lot. But I want to recognize Anthony Davis for the Lakers without LeBron James playing against the Nets, Davis had himself a day with 18 rebounds and 37 points. Can we expect this? Are we gonna get consistency like this from Davis this season.
0: He actually been balling all season. For the most part, he was the only guy that was given 20, 10 and two blocks in the entire league. No LeBron for the Lakers, no Kyrie on the road trip for the Nets. I'm pretty sure he'll return when they get home to play in Brooklyn. But this is what you need from Anthony Davis. You see that color area of the floor? Mm, That's what he's pink. attacking. That's exactly what we saw with Joel and Embiid. See, the hard thing about being a really skilled big guy, and I saw this over the years as it started to change, where guys were 6'11", foot, and so skilled, when it was like KG and C-Webb and Rashid, All of those guys and then you look at them and then everybody want them to be in the post the entire game. But then they could dribble pass and shoot and they were so skilled, it was only right that they played facing the basket. So AD's flying in a way to flirt between the two, but those 18 boards and that dominant performance is what the Lakers really needed against the Nets and those 37 big points. We're gonna need, they're gonna need offense for him like that consistently. It was great to see him be so dominant.
1: It absolutely was. Now, Jalen, we celebrated the Warriors championship and what a great nucleus they have and how they have this sort of like young group that is growing, and they have the established veterans that are four-time champs. But it is that young group that has sort of added to their struggles early on in this season. Those struggles continued against the Kings. The Warriors are now 0-7 on the road. Do you expect them to sort of change the way that they rotate their players and change the way to play to add more veterans and cut minutes of some of the young players they've been given time to early in the season?
0: Let's shout out to fighting Mike Browns, led by lefty number five. Fox out there balling. And also another lefty, Sabonis, who had 20-20 vision in this game. I wanna make sure I give him a lot of credit. Usually, your role players play better at home and worse on the road, which means your best players normally carry you on the road. But in this case, when you have a four-time championship core of Splash Brothers and Draymond Green, you need to turn over the road minutes to Wiggins and Poole, And Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody, you need those guys to carry the day. And uh, I haven't seen the leap from a couple of those guys that we anticipated. It's still early in the season. They have one of the best all-time coaches in Steve Kerr. And not only nurturing the roster, but player development, no time to panic.
1: Yep, I'm starting to get there, though, because especially the play of Pools thus far this season, the play of Wiseman thus far this season, I had higher expectations than what I've seen thus far, and I'm not going to say I'm panicked yet, but when you're 0-7 on the road, it is time to take a hard look in the mirror and say maybe we should change the way they do things, but something tells me that when it starts getting warm out, the Warriors will be fine. Jalen Rose, I one time went to Buffalo and jumped through a table Someone else tried to do the same. The results were not the same. We'll show you what that is right after this. Three big events on ESPN tomorrow night, starting at 7 with Kentucky, Michigan State, and then at 9. They reveal the newest college football playoff rankings. Michigan will be in the top four. And then 9.30, it is Duke against Kansas. Big night tomorrow on ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, what do we do every day on this program?
0: We acknowledge daily that Brittany Griner's been wrongfully detained in Russia now 270 long days. they moved their living arrangements to a penal colony. And it's just really a sad story. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby, wish your a speedy, safe return to the United States.
1: Jalen Rose, the Bills-Vikings game was one of the most dramatic games I've ever seen in my life. And eventually the Bills ended up losing. But Bills Mafia remains undefeated because a Vikings fan went to Buffalo and they said to themselves, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna go jump through a table just like Bill's Mafia does. And these are the results, Jalen. Take me through what you see here.
0: So, a la David Jacoby, they wanna go jump oh. through the table. And the table, what? Uh, that didn't happen to Jacoby. That's <laughs> no, how he no. got into the Mafia. Hold on. <laughs> he almost hit, got a concussion. often imitated, but never duplicated, come on, man. Not as easy as it
1: looks, not as easy as it looks, look, he did the
0: beer smash, he's got everybody filming him, this is how you jump through a
1: table, this is how you jump through a table, this is how you jump (laughs) into the mafia, and once you're in the mafia, you're mafia for life.
0: Where's the soup? I need more soup. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Someone gave Jalen some soup In Buffalo at that tailgate And he's been talking about it ever since Jalen we have the commanders against the Eagles Tonight every time the Eagles Take the field me and you bet on Jalen Hurts To score a rushing touchdown It has been quite a while since he's done so
0: Does that mean he's due or does that mean maybe he's not Going to do it That means that He's found ways to spread out the football To teammates and he hasn't Had to Mm. Tonight though, I say bet on that Russian TD along with two passing TDs. And also, Darius Slay is gonna get an interception in tonight's to hear game.
1: From Rose Tradamus himself. Tomorrow we have Drewski coming on the program. That'll be ESPN 2 at 4 p.m. The hilarious comedy of Drewski tomorrow. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. However, we have a big guest coming on tomorrow, which took up our studio time for today's podcast exclusive. So, Jalen, tell the people who's going to be joining us tomorrow on the TV show and the
0: podcast. The comedic genius of Drewski and DC Young Fly, my homeboy, Ha Ha Davis, are comics who made their way through social media. And before you know it, we're making noise with artists. He's been doing things with J Cole, Drake, Lil Baby, Chris Brown. He has a stand-up show coming up soon. The hilarious ATLian Drewski. We'll be joining Jalen and Jacoby to talk about comedy, and talk about Thanksgiving Day traditions in his household.
1: We got Drewski tomorrow, another show tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen, Anthony, Rose?
0: We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give people.
1: give people.